0: Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go! Welcome everybody to another uh, edition, another episode of Two Guys in the Mic. This is our post game show. I am one of your hosts, RP, and I'm your other host, Big Sean. RP, what's going on, my man? Hey, I can't complain, man. Uh been a long week, a long, exhausting week, uh, an emotional week, uh, especially for the football team. Um and today we got a little bit of relief, a little bit of retribution. Uh, you know, the team looked good today, so I think overall I've had a I've had a pretty solid day, you know, prepping for the week and trying to watch the game. You know, that, that always goes a little smoother when the Browns don't. Stink to put up, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel you, man. It's, it's it's better to, always better when we win instead of losing, especially with all the circumstances and all the drama and everything that went on this week. So it was definitely, definitely um, good to get a victory because, honestly, I didn't know how we were going to win this game. I, man, listen, you know, I it. didn't know that. Was, that was another thing, like, I think that was a part of my stress too. I, I wasn't 100% sure what the, not just what how the how the guys were going to show up, but I wasn't 100% sure what we had in the bag that could, you know, put the points up that I, I felt like we would need. Uh, and, you know, as it turns out, shoot, we A, we didn't need that many points. <laughs> and B, you know, we, we figured a way to, to you know, get, as many points as we needed up on the board. So today was a different type of game. It was a totally different type of game. So why don't we just go ahead and jump into it a little bit. Um, it was a different type of game. We haven't seen a, uh, our team get a lot of uh, or have a lot of turnovers. We got a lot of turnovers. We haven't scored on a turnover all year. We did that today. Uh, we have really haven't seen an offense move for – Four quarters with a level of efficiency that we saw today. So, legitimately, we saw a totally different game today uh, than we've seen all right. season long. Would you agree with that? I agree. And uh, just for everybody out there, the final score was 41 to 16. Um, and it was a weird game in a sense that um, the offense, you know, didn't possess the ball that much. Right. Um, this game was pretty much one on big plays. So, Um, Cincinnati got the ball first and on their first drive, they drove all the way down in the red zone. And then Denzel Ward gets a pick six, uh, from the goal line. And then from there, that pretty much just set everything in motion, um, Mm -hmm. from there. And, uh, one of my keys to the game was, um, I was like, the defense needs to make some turnovers, cause some turnovers. We really hadn't done so. Well, we hadn't really caused any meaningful turnovers all year. And we did that today. Yeah, We haven't had meaningful ones or or just turnovers in general. Like we just this right. season, anyway, we just hadn't been. I think what did we have three picks before today? Uh, maybe four complete four or five turnovers period, something like that. Right. And we're in week nine. Come on, man. You know, right. So it was a pretty much a game of big plays, and um the Browns, you know, they 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 just did what they had to do, man. That I didn't, uh, you know. Me and RP said during our midweek show, we didn't know how they were gonna win this game, but we did say, you know, either the Browns are gonna win or they all get blown out. It wasn't gonna be any any in between at all. Yeah, we hit so this game, so we hit that one. We hit that one right on the head. I, I, I texted you that too. Like, dog, we called it, man. Like, right. I, it, it, it's just the way the week went. It's just the way it felt. Either they're gonna go down there and get get it handed to them, or we were gonna go down there and, and beat the brakes off these cats because I think it's a lot of pent-up emotions in the locker room. So you didn't know which way it was gonna push guys or which way it was gonna make guys uh, yes. right. So, you know, I figured it would be one way or the other. Also, just uh <clears throat> just to point this out, because I'm sure anybody who regularly watches the show. Or, or regularly listens they may not be able to see our backgrounds the background that i have right now is the last time we went to cincinnati and beat the brakes off cincinnati oh uh, wow, i'm from shocked! From, i still got that picture man from the time when Sean and i went down there and got banned from the building uh and, <laughs> and actually from all parts of uh northern kentucky <laughs> so i i had to i had to go digging for it because i said yeah this is very similar because I knew a lot of people that went to the game. It was very similar feeling wise to that game. Like we went down there, big divisional game, first time in a while that our two teams were kind of on the same level. And, you know, it was a big divisional game. So it's very, very, very similar uh, feel to this game. So I thought it was uh, apropos to pull that out. And w- And what's ironic is – um, it seems like anytime the browns are struggling or whatnot we get Cincinnati on the schedule and it kind of fixes things you know we'll go get a win and it kind of sets us on the right path from yeah. there for whatever reason because Cincinnati plays us tough and they were really playing us they were really were playing us tough today they were able to move the football um early they were yeah yeah but pretty consistently um Cincinnati's downfall today was one turnovers. And they had a lot of drop passes. I mean, a lot. They had plays where, like, Jamar Chase was open on several, like, deep routes. And he dropped several passes. Now, some of the DBs made great plays as well. Um, you know, uh, Greg Newsom and, and Denzel Ward made some plays on the ball, you know, to break some things up. But, uh, but since then, he dropped a lot of passes, um, left a lot of points on the boards, uh, on, on the field today. Um. So, but since is tough, man, like going forward, you definitely will, you know, that's a team that's going to be reckoned with because they got too much talent. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee you know not it. to be. 41 to 16 in the next meeting. You know what I mean? Right. You know, they're going to probably be up to the task, Will be my guess, especially if, if they're not, you know, injured or whatever. I think they'll be up to the task. And right. I actually think they were up to it today. Uh, I think the Browns kind of surprised them. I think. Right. Um, there's a, when I used to play basketball, uh, my coach used to always tell us like when somebody gets hot, you know, do hit two, three shots on you, you go, you touch him up a little bit. You don't try to injure him. You just let him know you are there, you know, try to disrupt his rhythm, his flow. So you might want to foul him. You might want to, you know, you follow him two or three times. You got five fouls to give. So give, give him one or two good, you know, wax across the arm or run at him and like turn into him and bump him to make him understand. I, when I get ready to go up for this next shot, you know, now you jumping at him and he's flinching a little bit. And I think that's what the Browns did to Jamar Chase. Uh, Chase, I think they got into him early because those last, maybe two or three passes, like you were saying, those last two or three where where he dropped, that was mostly on him. Mm -hmm. It, It wasn't, and it wasn't that the coverage wasn't good. The ball was put in a spot where he could have caught it and held on to it, but I think they had gotten into him so much in his head, he was flinching before uh, the ball got there and he couldn't, you know, his concentration was kind of gone. We literally got into this dude's head, and it's crazy because we did that mostly one on one. Uh, Grant yeah. Joseph played awesome today. Um, uh, two, two turnovers were caused basically by Denzel by himself, he played great today. Cause he had that deflection that turned that uh, John Johnson got the pick off of. Right. So uh, the defensive backfield played great. They basically set that game up for us to win Uh, that pick six that uh, Denzel had early in the game uh, set in motion. It it took the edge off. Baker really didn't have to go out there and do nothing. You know, it took that, that edge off of the offense off of Baker even off of Stefanski, uh, by giving us the cushion. Now you can kind of go out there and just, you know, play play from ahead for one of the few times right. on the season. And I also thought we did a good job um, hitting Joe Burrow, too. Um, oh, yeah, I actually knew that you know, that about that game, man. The front seven was putting <laughs> hands on him pretty much all game. And, uh, you know, had a couple of bogus, well, well, well one really bogus,
1: man than the passer that,
0: uh, pass marker, ball, that, that I they waited say. 15 minutes after the play to call now, when, they doing that, when they start doing that like where <laughs> you going call a call a penalty from 20 minutes ago yeah like i, I mean if that's the case they need when they going to start doing that for drop passes or for fumbles or for uh freaking uh pass interferences, you know like hey on that last play uh, that was a pass interference, so we're going to throw the flag down. Yeah, that, that was weird. I've never seen anything like that before. Another play that was weird is when Donovan uh, Peoples-Jones made a catch on the sidelines and got popped. Um, he didn't look to be any worse for where, but they stopped the game and went and took him off the game. Now, normally, I've only, only time I've seen that if a player was wobbly, you know, or kind of like he was off kilter, but he looked like he was fine and they went and, and took him off the field. And I thought that that was kind of, you know, strange too at that moment. Because really, I haven't seen them do that in a long time. Remember when they first came out with the uh, concussion protocol stuff? Right. It's been about that long since I've seen them. Like just look at a guy and say, "No, nah, you need to go have a seat, or at least get you know." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's and maybe and maybe he had a glaze look in his eye. You know, we couldn't tell maybe. from from TV maybe that was it, you know, but it was, that, that was, but both those uh, plays were kind of strange and yeah. how to handle that, man. But overall, man, um, it ge- this gives us a little bit of breathing room. I'm proud of them, uh, for coming out and playing the way that they did. I'm not overly excited. Cause we no. still got work to do, you know, um, I hope they don't rest on their laurels, which they tend to do sometimes. So mm-hmm. we got another tough game coming up in uh, Foxborough next week. So you try to keep that intensity up, mm-hmm. uh, but overall, man, like to come deal with all of that and you come in laser focused um, and get that win over division rival, and it's a conference game. Um, you know, it's huge. Yeah, right it's now, and, <laughs> and the right whole now, city yeah. was that. Sure no, I'm saying the whole city can kind of breathe a sigh of relief at least for, you know, for, for seven yeah, days, a couple of days. Yeah. I, I mean, the Bengals are the only team we have a, a, a tiebreaker over right now. So, uh, you know, we need, we needed to have something because we we don't have it with anybody else in the AFC. Um, everybody's, you know, basically beating us within the conference that are kind of close record wise. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so it was nice to get that win, conference-wise, and it was—it's was always great to get that win in a division. So, right. Again, it's—it's it's a lot more work in front of us. You can't you can't rest. I mean, we got a tough. We actually got a tough uh, stretch here in the next. Actually, all our games, it, it, we don't really have a break. It's not really a you know like a point where we could say all right, we get uh, except for Detroit. You know, uh and even then you can't take that lightly. Yeah, you know? especially yeah, if you look at today, um, you had uh exactly. Cowboys get upset by Denver, you had you know, Buffalo got beat by Jacksonville, which helps mm-hmm. us a little bit. Um, you know, you had a you know, so that lets you know you can't take anybody lightly. I you can't take, take them like, like since he losing to the Jets last week. Hell yeah Vegas lost to uh, the Giants today. Yeah, and yeah. us out And we see uh, the Raiders. We see the Bengals again later on. We got the uh, the Ravens almost lost today, but they didn't. Um,
1: but they yeah, was, I
0: was hoping Minnesota would up, but I knew Minnesota was going to find a way to blow that well, game. It was on the road too. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's. If I, at first I thought they were at home because I turned to that game after the Browns game went off because they were at overtime. And when I saw that, you know, that the Ravens were at home, I was even surprised that the Ravens were down by, what were they down, 21? Or 11? They were down by 11? Yeah, so. I, think it was like, I don't think they got down by 21. I think it maybe like 14 or something like that at one point. So, yeah, it, it was just, you know, anything can happen. So you can't overlook, uh, saying all that to say, you just can't overlook uh, anybody. But that's the one game that you would figure out of the next eight that we have – you know, that you could probably say to yourself, oh, yeah, they should win that game. I can't say that we should beat – I think we will beat New England, but I can't say that we should beat them, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they pulled that pulled that win out because they've actually been playing pretty good. Yeah, know? I think they've won something like three in a row. Yeah, Mike um, Jones they're well. now, And they're fighting for the division now. Yeah. Now that Buffalo's come back to the back <clears throat> a little bit. So they got something definitely to play for. Yeah, and, do um, good too. and you know, I was looking at you know some 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 stats, and we haven't won in New England in the Belichick era at all. Oh, really? As a yeah. matter of fact, we've only beaten them twice wow. in the Belichick era. So wow, it's a place that Gillette Stadium is not a place where that's you know, just been exactly friendly to the Cleveland Browns. So um that's another little monkey we need to get off our back. Yeah, we're we'll yeah, next week. We're gonna have to fix that because I mean, seriously. Uh, I know some sometimes it's hyperbole. Seriously, we we don't have room to lose games. Mm-hmm. We really don't have room to lose games. So, no. Nope. Uh, you know, uh, I just want to touch on a few things uh, real quick. So, sure. You know, Baker had a tough game, uh, a tough week rather coming into this game. Uh, it's a lot popping. We all know what all the drama was. We don't have to dive into that too too much but uh you know it was good to see him come out looking comfortable um it was good to see him come out looking confident um and again I know that the defense helped him you know with, with some of that and I think the game plan was was pretty good uh Stefanski remembered that this was a running football team and that the run sets up everything else and it looked like we were a running football team and the run did set up the run set up everything that pass to people's Jones was a play action pass, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it, and they had to respond to it because uh, Nick was lighting they, they behind us up with those runs. And, you know, he was breaking tackles and knocking people over. I mean, at one point he was averaging like 11 yards to carry. So, you know what I mean? Like it, to me, to me, and I've been saying it, shoot, for two years almost. That's the type of football game that we need to play all the time. Right. We all to play that way uh, because that's the way you set everything else up. That's how you set everything right. up. And on top of that, in the second half, when you had to burn some clock, you know, they did that, you know, with the run game. Right. right. And now what I do like, too, is – you know, they didn't get too conservative. Um, right. The Browns have a tendency at times to get too conservative. Let's let start the doing team, other team back in the game. And they took a couple of chances on some, some tough throws. And, you know, Baker hit, you know, Donovan Peoples Jones on one and hit Njoku for a late touchdown. Well, we yeah, should have just ran the ball some more, man. And that, uh, I was like, okay. So now what I want to see, I know you have some more points to make, but just. Just stay consistent. Like, we like, you know, from week to week. Like, one week, we do the little things, the intangibles, the, you know, and, 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 and pull out a victory like this. And then the next week, we'll forget all of that. And, and then just start, mean, you know, team. and have a whole different type of game plan, you know, that goes against what the Browns are are built for. So, I mean, you've seen us do it. Like like you said, I mean, our record says it before today, we're 4-4. Four and four. That's to me. That's a middle of the road team. That's that's kind of inconsistent. Uh-huh. Everything has been a different kind of game, you know. And Stefanski, especially when the games get close, Stefanski has this weird way of doing goofy stuff that puts the other team in position to. I, I tell you what, there was a point in the game where I was like, man, let me tell you something. Don't you start this crap?
1: Yeah, uh, me too
0: that that pitch that uh that uh jarvis did to chubb that he, right i said listen man if this dude don't hand the ball off to nick chubb from the quarterback you at the you at the three i mean you we were at the five what the hell are you doing yeah i knew jarvis i knew jarvis was gonna fuck that up too as soon as he got that 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 uh the handoff, I was like, man, this fool gonna try to pitch it to Nick Chubb. I could, I could see what Nick Chubb was. I yeah, like, that fool gonna pitch, it, and it's gonna be a disaster. And, I don't and know, it almost why was. Running that play, like <laughs> that, be the stuff that drives me nuts. Why, why are you running right. that play? Just hand the ball. Yeah, off. yeah, they got way too cute. And then also when um, McLaughlin missed that field goal, I said, oh, here we go. Like that fool for <laughs> the field goal all year. <laughs> Look, hit, hit. Like, Here we go. He hit a like 70 yard field goal Larry week, and now you missed right. a 32-yarder. Come on, bro. Don't do this to right. me right now. Especially when the fans finally decided that he was going to kick the ball. I don't think we right. went for it on one-fourth down today. Uh, I don't believe that we did. But I also <clears> don't think that we needed to. Uh, and that's, again, I think the way that the defense played today, uh, and the, especially the way that they started the game off, it really helped. Um. Settle everybody's nerves. It helped settle everybody's uh, emotions. And it let us, you know, figure out what to do on the field. It kept everything focused on the field and not all of the off the field uh, shenanigans and whatnot. Uh I also got to point out, uh, Joe Woods, it, I, I'm not, I'm still not a huge fan of, of his uh, defense. However, today, he did call a lot more blitzes. Than I'm yeah, used to seeing him uh call. But also, you know, one of my keys to the game from the uh from the other day was <clears throat> they give up about two and a half sacks per game, and they give up about four quarterback hits per game. So that could be our opportunity to to call some ruckus, and that's right. exactly what happened. So, you know, I, is- I I was expecting for Joe Woods to do that playoff. And get into the zones, but he let his his dogs, his uh actual uh, you know, man coverage guys be man coverage guys. You know, he let Denzel go one-on-one with Jamar Chase. He let Greg Newsom go one-on-one with Jamar Chase. Uh, what you call had a had a really uh big game. Uh T Higgins. Uh not T. Yeah, T did have a big game. But uh, I was talking. I was again. Uh, the dude we got from I, I, why am I drawing him? Like twenty three. Come on, Troy Hill. Yeah, Troy. Troy had a huge game today. He was the gunner on the on the blitzes a lot of times. He uh, he probably got back there about four or five times.
1: Like, yeah, I don't know how many sure
0: He had three pre-registered sacks today. So um, it, it was just a, it was a pretty solid game, especially once we knew that they were going to be passing. Um, we did decent against uh, Joe Mixon. You also had – I mean, they moved the ball up and down the field the first two drives or so, but then it was nothing after that. So, you know, I had to i had to give some – as much critiquing as I do and as much criticism as I give, you know, I, I want to point out when these guys, you know, figure it out and, and when they get it right too. Right. Right. So, once again, a dominating performance. Um, did you have any other points you wanted to make about this game? I do actually, because I, 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 you know me, I'm always, I'm always looking at stuff and figuring, trying to figure stuff out. So, I have a question: Were you surprised at how fluidly we we moved the ball without uh, OBJ on the field? No, I wasn't surprised at all. Especially from the stuff that I was reading um towards the end of the week. It still doesn't make sense. But I can understand what they were talking about. You you know what you know what I'm what I'm talking about? What him not running the right routes? No, well, that's part of it, but about the, the mental block that they were saying that Baker had with him? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause, you know, they were saying that, um, and I kind of get it. They were saying Baker was trying to impress OBJ so bad and wanting to get him the ball that it was causing him to have some type of like mental block. Now on the surface, that sounds ridiculous, but being, um, I haven't played like competitive, like contact sports or anything like that outside of like street ball, but I have been in, in, in competitions, you know, I was a, you know, avid bowler for, for years and been in intense, you know, competitions. Mm-hmm. And it, it all depends on your mental makeup. If you're an overthinker, like I am, That can be, you know, an issue. So there's been times where I'm going up against somebody, right? Like people be talking trash and blah, 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 blah. And there's times where I get so juiced up to go against, you know, this particular team because they be talking trash or I want to show them that I'm on a level too, that I would start overthinking and I would choke at times. (laughs) You know, I would just flat out, so yeah. It wasn't until I learned to be like the hell with them. And no, I ain't bowling against them. I'm bowling against that's these pins. Right. I kind of loosened up. That's kind of why I took my games like right to the next level. And I ain't care about them or trying to impress them. I'm like, I know what I can do. And whatever. And that that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. The whole thing about him not throwing the ball at Odell on purpose, that's a bunch of BS that doesn't make any sense. So for whatever reason, I don't know, you know, for whatever reason, it just isn't like he just had a middle block with this guy on the field. And some of it could be with him freelancing routes, especially when now, you know, you, we know more about Stefanski's offense and how he wants it to work. Um, And one cog in that offense and doing what, what they're supposed to do and it's throwing you off because he in a different spot than where he's supposed to be, then maybe that, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I was trying not to go there. I knew you was going to bring it up. Cause I was trying not to go there um, only because it's all speculation. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know. And like I said, on the surface, it don't make sense for them not to be able to, you know, but it's just been, you know, the proof is kind of in the pudding now, you know, like when OBJ is not in there, the offense flowed better, even the first two games of the season. You know, Casey, we put up, what, 29, mm-hmm. 30? You know, the offense was flowing pretty much. And then against Houston, it was moving until, you know, he got hurt. You know, yeah. so, I don't know. No, but what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's it's difficult to refute, to be honest with you, because, you know, you got Enough. I think you have enough of a sample size to to say one way or the other way. So the, they definitely look better. Now, do they look better because of who they're playing at times? Do they look better because of how the game went at times? Do they look better because the game plan was a little better or the execution was a little better? It probably you could probably say yeah to most of those, but I don't know that it's a definitive yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it could be any of that stuff. It could be OBJ. It could be Baker. I do think it's something to what you were saying. Um, I do think that, you know, Baker, I don't, I wouldn't say he's a trying to impress, but I understand why that could be a case. Obj is is the is the swag guy. He's the flashy swag, you know, dude in the locker room. He's the guy with the cachet. Um, Ain't nobody else in that damn locker room been to the Met, you know, (laughs) get right. You know what I mean? So this dude is not honestly, you know, and and again, I don't, I don't. The dude ain't on my team, and. I don't wish him no ill at all. And I really didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about him. But as I was watching the game, this stuff was in my head. So I was like, I got to, I, I want to bring it up. Um, <clears throat> because truly at this point, he ain't on the squad. So I don't really care what or where or how he looks or whatever. Cause he ain't doing it for us, you know, but um, him being that type of a guy, I could see Baker, you know, kind of wanting to, to live up to whatever that expectation was. I mean, this dude basically made an old, broken down uh, Eli Manning, you know, relevant for about three more years of his career, you know, when he was in, in, in New York. And then he probably thought coming here with somebody a little younger, I would be able to put up even bigger numbers, yada, yada, yada. It didn't necessarily happen that way. And I'm sure Baker wanted to be that guy that helped him get to that. And I'm sure that's even been spoken about between the two of them. So I I feel like that could be some some parts of it. But what I saw, or what I started thinking today, was, and tell me if you think this is nuts, I think I think Baker was not thrown to him. But let me tell you why I think Becker wasn't throwing to him, you know, because that sounds to say that. And I told you earlier in the week, I didn't think that he was doing that purposefully. I didn't think that he was, you know, going out there like, man, I ain't throwing it to this dude. F him. Right. But today I was like. No, Becker wasn't throwing him. He wasn't because Becker was punishing him if you're going to run the wrong damn routes, I'm not throwing you the ball. I up, you know, I'm I set height, bam. That's not where you're supposed to be. I'm not getting in the ball. I'm not doing it. Because I'm not going to reward him for doing the wrong thing, because this is what we're supposed to be doing. And I was watching the game today and I just started saying, you know what? That son of a bitch was not throwing him the ball. Because he he didn't want, he wanted him to do what was right by the team. And probably what AVP and uh Kevin Stefanski wanted. But I also understand that OBJ's style is not necessarily a time style. He doesn't have a time style. He's right. like uh, he's like Antonio Bryant. He's like um Randy Moss. Randy Moss, was had no precision precision route runner, you just throw the ball to him. You know what I mean? Now, now, do you think that because of that, it was just throwing throwing him off uh, his time and his rhythm a little bit? I think it could have been. I mean, look at OBJ, was like, damn, this fool in the wrong spot again. And messing up my, my, my progression, exactly. And and I think I think it all played together. Again, I'm not going to say that on every single play. I'm sure there right. were times when OBJ was where he was supposed to be. I'm sure there were times when, uh, when Baker literally just didn't see him. Like maybe he wasn't the first read. Maybe he wasn't the second read. You know. But I still have that same position of if I see a dude in my uniform that's open. I'm throwing him the ball. I just, ain't nobody behind him. I'm just going to launch that thing. And and let him score because that makes it easier for the squad. Now, that said, what we saw today is probably what could have happened. We can't be the only people that think or felt or believe that it just wasn't a good fit. If I'm not mistaken, we've been saying this all season long. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. You and I. I've been saying, OBJ, it just don't look like it, it works. And if you don't want him, get rid of him. This is why I was saying whatever about the front office. If your team could have looked like this all damn season, what was y'all waiting for? What were you waiting for? Have a conversation with this guy. Like, listen, man, ain't nobody going to pick up that big-ass contract in no trade. We're in the middle of the season. Teams don't have a cap space for you. So let's start to work out some stuff to get you in a spot where you can go and be somewhere you want to be, or let's work on getting you out the door before these retarded antics get, you know, get all out in the public yeah. and everybody can walk away looking good. And we ain't four and four, <laughs> maybe maybe we five and, and three or so. You know what I mean? Like I, this is what I meant when I said, I, I felt like they could have moved quicker and tried to resolve some of this. I knew they knew that they were behind the eight ball because of his contract. They were kind of handcuffed by that contract. That was the biggest hold up in all of it. They do it as old, <laughs> too much money to just get traded to another right. 10. And they're not going to give us the, the value for him because everybody kind of knows that's, you got to deal with OBJ. You got to deal with him and who who's to say how long he's going to be here too so yeah it was a little bit of all of those things but that's stuff that i was when i was watching the game i was like baker baker is like throwing the ball and i've i still have never seen nothing like that before in my life where one dude is on the field and now you can't throw a damn football and this one dude is off the field and now you can you can reach all levels yeah, he was throwing passes that I haven't seen him throw in a while where he was fitting oh, yeah. stuff in. Because yeah, everybody, because the thing that I was disagreeing with people, they were like, yeah, because his left shoulder is hurt. It's hurting his velocity and stuff. I'm like, no. He still, the ball no, is coming out no problem. Like, like <laughs> he wasn't accurate. i like, but the ball is coming out, you know, pretty well. Yeah. You know, um, that pass to uh, Peoples Jones on the sideline, man. Like, like, he put that right In the bread basket. That was a dime. He did. did. Dropped it right in between. And we've seen, I think that was the play that made me realize he wasn't throwing dude the ball. That was the play. Because I've seen OBJ open just like that. Just like that. And he did not throw that pass. And I think it may have been because maybe it was supposed to be a post or something. And he wasn't sure where he was gonna end up at. So he just instead of throwing it and him looking like I'm missing you, I just want not to throw it. And now, do you think did you think OBJ man been doing this a little bit on purpose too? Uh kind oh, of Brown, of Yeah, I think I think there's there's parts of it. If I can say that this dude did this on purpose for whatever the reasons were, I think Baker did some of this on purpose. Again, not maliciously on purpose. I think he, you know, he was being like the hall monitor. Like, damn it, I'm going to have to give you a hall pass. You know, you don't have a hall pass. I got to get you, uh, write you up. You know, a demerit or whatever. I think that's what he was doing to OBJ. I'm going to give you this demerit. And I think OBJ was like, who the hell are you to give me a demerit? So, all right, bet. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to run the route. So I'm going to run the right route this time. I'm going to run the right route next time. But I ain't going to run the route on this fourth time. Like, you don't know when I'm going to run the specific route or when I'm going to do my – and I don't know how many – again, because I don't know the specifics of the offense, I don't know how many option routes he has. You know, I know that some offenses have a lot of option routes uh, to their their, – for their wide receivers. I don't know how that works with uh, Kevin Stefanski. I don't, I would believe that they don't have a lot of option routes because it seems like Kevin Stefanski just wants people, not necessarily superstars. He wants anybody to be able to do what they do. And I don't think that they would, that doesn't require you to be able to see stuff and move and motivate. So I don't think they got a lot of option routes. That's just me. I could be totally wrong. Uh Uh, But I know that they had a lot of option routes in New York when he was was playing here. They had a lot of two and three wide receiver sets in New York. Playing here, we'll we'll go three tight ends, you know, in a heartbeat. We'll go one wide receiver on the field in a heartbeat. So, you know, it just wasn't a good fit. That's fine. That's one of the reasons I ain't mad at him, at OBJ. It, it wasn't a good fit. It's like trying to, I wear a 10 and a half. It's like giving me a nine and a half shoe. It's not a good fit. I'm going to have to kick these bitches off. Right. It's just, it's just not a good fit. But seeing that today, seeing that pass he threw to, to Donovan Peoples-Jones, on the sideline, and I've seen OBJ open like that, and him not even—I've seen him maybe pump fake that way once or twice, but I've never seen him just try to fit that thing in there uh, like that. But I guess if you don't have the trust that this dude's going to be where you want him to be, can't necessarily fault, uh, you know, Baker. Right. If that's if that's what is going through his mind, and if he has to think like you said if you got to think a lot of sports a lot of sports is um, truly it's mental and you you don't need to think like you don't need to think you just need the motions when you bowl, you know when you get guys on the free throw line in a game you can't be thinking about right i need to hit this free throw you just need to go to the free throw line and shoot that free throw absolutely right you know you can't you can't be you can't get stuck in your head because you know getting stuck in your head how you uh how you hemmed up so i mean it was good to see and i you know what and you mentioned that i heard the same type of stuff that people were saying oh he was running the wrong routes and you know it it made me question whether they were just saying that because he said baker wasn't throwing the ball um you know, in those in the videos or whatever, right. and, uh, it made me. I, I really want everybody to shut the hell up. Stop leaking stuff. It's all <laughs> Yeah, like, I you know. know I mean? but like, you know what? Though some of the some of the national guys even said that he freelances routes. He I guess does. it's just known around the league that that's just what he. No, no, no. He does. does. <laughs> I know that. I knew that, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying for the for the for the local uh, for the team people. Whoever, whoever this anonymous uh, person is, right. shut the hell up. Like, who cares? That dude ain't on the team. And I feel like they're saying it now, like, as a, oh, no, it's not all on Baker. Let Baker go play. Because if Baker keeps playing like this, number one, we'll be able to see and tell the difference. And number two, who cares? He ain't on the team. Right. Don't stop talking about him. Yeah, go. like, like, like after today, I'm done with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know. Yeah. I, I, well, I yeah. have not completely done because I'm interested to see where he ends up. Yeah, you I mean, saying, so. we're done in terms of talking about how he affects yeah. the Cleveland right. brothers. Like, that's that's over with, and I wasn't gonna bring it up until uh, I saw that, and it made me start thinking about the other things, the other parts of the of right. whole thing. You know how, what the what the team did do or what the team didn't do, and about well, the team in mean the front office. Well, don't 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 listen to sports talk radio tomorrow that's what it's oh, all about. All gonna, listen, it was all over <laughs> Facebook too. There was a lot of people yeah. that after the game, you know, uh, all the memes and all of the questions. My friend was like, "I wonder if OBJ is uh, watching this game? Probably not." And I, I I don't have time to worry about him. That was my response. <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I worried about what OBJ doing right now? I'm not. I'm watching the Browns game. The Browns game is on right now. Why do yeah, I care anybody's like, like F OBJ? And for, I was like, it wasn't he wasn't being a a uh a, a cancer in the locker room or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just one of those things where certain guys, certain people in general, just bring a certain energy with them. Not that it's bad, but it's just an aura that some people have. It's it's gonna feel bad no matter what, because of how yeah, they are Right. Like some 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 of those bigger than life personalities, yeah, just just do that. Like, you know, Cam Newton kind of it uh yep. um, That's perfect. alliterated That's to a that guy. with him. Yeah. That's and he's right, he is a guy that when he's in the room, you know he's in the room. You know what I'm saying? You can't help it. Mike Vick was another one. Mike yeah. Vick was one of those guys, like everywhere he goes, no matter what he does, he, he, hey, that's the guy who who killed those dogs. Like that's like, he, and he's a bigger than life guy. That dude can't go nowhere in Atlanta without people knowing. He can't go nowhere in Philly. They love him in Philly. Right. You know, they he's a bigger than life guy. Michael Jordan, a bigger than life guy who a lot of people hate. It's I think it comes with it comes with the territory. And that's why I can't disagree with you on the whole, you know, potential that Baker wants to wants to or thought to impress this guy. Because I mean, imagine that. You impressing a guy that is is, you know, because Baker wants to be popular. Baker's, you know, I mean, he's the quarterback. What quarterback really don't want to be popular like that? It's a rare guy that don't want to be popular. He's he's in the wrong damn market, but he's doing a really good job of being um, a polarizing figure. And especially be, with all the uh, all the 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 talk that surrounds him, like Baker Mayfield may be, besides Odell, right now, like one of the most polarizing figures in sports. People talk about him all the time. You know and it's good like good and bad good and bad yeah. they, they go in like you were saying <laughs> and the people was you know people was hating on them or going in real hard on them you know like your like your pops your uncles you know them cats they can't stand it a lot of it, I think, has to do with one um a lot of people in ohio ain't forgave him for planting that flag now yeah. to me supposed to do stuff like that if you call you come into the shoe and you win and you beat us on our home field, all right? You, you, you get to talk crap. That didn't offend me. Yeah, you won't. Um, only because because my my thing is like y'all got offended by that, but if it was the opposite and we was in Oklahoma and yeah, we uh, uh, the one yeah. that had, whoever the quarterback was at that time did it in Oklahoma, everybody would have been like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's so always that way, you know, it's always that way, right? His personality, he can be because like people have a hard time dealing with. Um, Baker Mayfield is one of those guys that that can't lie. Um, he he's blunt with no filter. I got right. people like that in my family. Those people tend to rub people the wrong way. Like they don't mean anything by it. Just to them, they just being like, "Y'all want honesty." I'm just being honest. And people was like, "Well, why he say it like you know?" So now he's that polarizing guy. People are like, "Well, he's arrogant. He's this. He's that." And people just don't like him, you know, for whatever reason. So, you know, people just gonna tend to, um, no matter what he does, whatever. So, a lot of the Baker haters today were kind of quiet, but they're waiting for him to have a bad game. As soon as he has, you know, a bad (laughs) game, they're gonna be right (laughs) back out. Look, they're not gonna be, man, they can't wait. Just like, and and we've been saying this. It's, it's the exact same with the OBJ haters. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they couldn't right. wait. They couldn't wait to see how great the Browns were gonna look today. Right. They were praying. Like you had guys on your timeline praying that the Browns got throttled today. Right. <laughs> you got you got people that were praying. Please let Baker play good so I could talk uh, shit about OBJ. You know what I mean? Like, I again, the dude ain't on the team. Why are we talking? Why yeah, are we not, And I get it. All that's a that part of, of human nature wanting to be right. But I'm beyond that. I used to want to be right all the time. I'm beyond that. Like, especially when it comes to my football team. If I'm wrong about something it benefits us because I'm wrong, fine. Perfect. You know, I can eat crow. You know, yeah. it is what it is. But yeah. I want Baker to do well because that, that's my quarterback right now. Right. And, I mean, listen, uh, again, that's exactly where I'm at. I it's, don't have to like and I don't have to like Baker. I don't have to love Baker. And this is the thing that I be trying to tell people. All right. You know, I'm, a, I'm critical of Baker. Not, not hypercritical of Baker. I'm just critical of him. Just like I'm critical of every part of this damn team. I have been my whole life. Because I see a bigger picture and I want us to do well. So it's like how your mom nitpicks my mom nitpicks because they see a bigger picture they want to put you in a better position they want to put you in a better spot that's how i am with the browns when i see stuff like this my thought is you'll never get to the playoffs like this or when you get to the playoffs you'll never win that game because you don't do this whether i'm right or wrong i'm not saying i'm right about all of that stuff but that's my thought process and that's why the nitpicking and the criticisms are there. But again, if I've rooted for Tim Couch, Derek Anderson, Brandon Weeden, why wouldn't I root for Baker too? I root for yeah, him there, there, There's not one quarterback that we've had that I rooted against at all, or or I wanted to just to get them out of town at first. You know, until, until I realized that this guy just can't play. Yeah, do um, well, I realized they couldn't play, like, I didn't want Johnny Manziel, but I didn't want Baker Mayfield either. Yeah. You know, but when what you going to do when they put number two out there? All right, man. Listen, prove me wrong. Exactly. And, and, if, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, like, I had people hitting me up like, yeah, see, see, you wanted to sit Baker down. I didn't want to sit Baker down. I said he shouldn't have played last week. I never said I wanted Baker to, to sit down. I never said right. that. I said I didn't want him playing last week because he just came off that injury. I wanted him to be and you you were you, you a good one. You were good one for being in those forums to bake. I don't have you know to go I go in on these cats. I know I I don't have the energy to go back and forth like that with people. I really I don't. That's why you brother really, you don't even see me posting on Facebook. No, that you much about stuff. It it took me a while to get to that point where I could have those types of conversations, which is why I can say to people when they're like, "Yeah, you said you want." No, I didn't. That's not what I said. What I said was, "I would rather Baker be healthy for the more important Cincinnati Bengals game." Right, which you did say that. Than a winnable Pittsburgh Steeler game with Case Keenum and Baker gets a week of rest. That's what I said. Right, and 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 that's the thing. When people try to change my words of the word that pisses me off <laughs> to to no end, I can't stand that shit. That's not what I said. And then people, they'll keep going like, "Yes, you did. You did say that." But that's, but that's why I. What I've learned is that people they will try. A, they will try to change the words. And then B, they'll try to change the, uh, they'll say something and get you kind of off schedule. Yeah. And now they got you saying something that you didn't really want to say or yeah. implying something that, that you didn't really want to imply. So now they kind of got you in a spot where you're responding a certain kind of way. And I, I noticed that about a lot of uh, conservative folks. They do that a lot too. I'm like, listen, I'm not having that conversation. with you. That's not what I'm talking about. We're going to stay on what I said we were talking about. That has nothing to do with this. And then I get called to know it all. And then I get called to ask. Because I'm not going to go beyond what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Now, if you know something more, tell me what you know. Right. And then I can enlighten me. But you're not going to get me to say something outside of what I know. I know what I know. And I'm really good at what I know. If I don't know it, I'm not going to try to talk about it like I do. I I'm had somebody troll it. me today when I put a good team win and then, you know, do a comment yeah, too bad. He said it's a good win. Too bad he can't do that with superior talent. And I was like, yeah, you troll him. It's like, like, I'm not like, about to, like, I'm not about yeah, to go I'm there. I'm not about to do this with you. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I, hit, I just hit the like button on this comment and, look, and left it alone. So I'm did not I alone. Old, you got a guy saying, Oh, well y'all, I mean y'all only beat Cincinnati. Don't act like that's no world beater. Uh cut it out, man. Bro, they was just in first place, uh first place two weeks ago. Right. Yeah, it's early in the season, and we were in first place for a minute too. But stop acting like like at every turn, it has to be the perfect, the perfect situation in order for you to give somebody credit. Because had we lost, you'd be talking about how poorly these guys played. So they won a game. They won a game after a tough week. They won a game after a tough week when it's been a lot said about the quarterback, a lot implied about the coach, a lot implied about the front office. A lot of people from L.A. to New York are talking about the Cleveland Browns and not necessarily in the best of lights, right? And it's blame going all over the place. So for this team to come in into a tough environment, into a tough game, and and beat the brakes off these guys by thirty five points, or excuse me, twenty five points, is impressive. Right, and they and national media can't wait for the Browns to start no, doing. You know, they they can't they they can't wait. They can't wait to pounce. So, you know, this is one of the reasons why when we did our midweek show that I wanted to ensure that I, I let it be known. Yeah, I like OBJ. I'm a fan of OBJ. I'm not a fan boy, but I'm a fan of his play. I think he's a dynamic cat. However, I've been doing this. Oh, wait, wrong side. (laughs) I've been doing this. It's different than the camera. (laughs) It's different. I've been doing this my whole life with a lot of different people and these colors with a lot of different, I mean, good, bad, and indifferent. I'm going to continue to do this no matter what happens no matter what, no matter who, whether it's Baker, whether it's Stefanski, whether it's Hugh Jackson, whether it's uh, freaking uh, Brandon Whedon, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to keep doing this. So that's the way it's always going to be. I'm always rooting for my squad. I'm never not rooting for my team. You ain't ever going to get me out I'm a long-suffering uh, loyalist to a fault. Even even when there's times where people are saying we should tank to get a higher draft pick, I'm don't still. You know, when we, when we was going one and fifteen or whatever every game, I was like, I don't care if it mess up our draft position. I want to win. Yeah, don't no, listen. I watched Jacksonville walk off that field today, and they look like like Urban Meyer looked like he won a national championship. Them dudes got two wins. That's how important and that's how difficult winning a game in the NFL is. Mm-hmm. That also, look, you know another thought I had? That lets me know how poorly that Browns team, uh, uh, the, the talent that they had on the team was just awful. And the, and the thought process <laughs> and that team was awful. for you to not be able to get one win in oh, yeah. the NFL? Right. Bro, that's like going. That's like going sixteen and zero. You gotta have some luck, man. To go zero and sixteen, you gotta have some bad luck. You yeah. gotta have everything, like line up so perfectly, for you to fail. And we should have won a game. That Miami game we lost game. I talk about that every year. It just sticks in my. It's it's like the thorn in my paw, man. I talk about that all the time. You 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 put that goofball back out there to miss 16 field goals in a row. That was Cody Parky, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I remember. <laughs> so yeah, I look, I need to lay on somebody's couch over that one. I ain't let that one go. Man, I forgot all about that game. That was awful. <laughs> I ain't let that one go. I still, you know, I'll be holding on. You know, look, I was mad at at, uh, Ernest Binder for about 67 years. (laughs) (laughs) Still mad. Like, every time I saw him, I would see him in public, like, I ain't going to shake that fool's (laughs) hand. That's hilarious. Listen, how you skip, I went, I saw, they was at a bar one time, I was downtown. I went and saw Cody Rising. (laughs) He was sitting on this side. Ernest Biner was sitting here and Kevin Mack was sitting here. I took pictures with Cody Rising and Kevin Mack. <laughs> that is super petty. That is so petty. I was mad. If we're for Ernest Binder, we wouldn't have been in that game anyway. <laughs> hey, I was still mad. I don't care about all that. I ain't care about that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, I mean, listen. Uh, let's let's go ahead and give our game balls, man. Uh, go ahead, bro. I'm going to let you go first. Um, I'm just giving one. I'm giving one to the whole team and coaching staff just for getting this victory. I'm not going to give any individual accolades today. Um, like I said, this was a, a, a truly a team win a, a, of the, the highest definition of what a team win is, is what the Browns did today. That's pretty dope, and I should let you go last because um that probably supersedes anything I'm about to say. I actually have my three uh my three uh individual <clears throat> individual game balls. Uh Denzel, because I think as I said earlier, I think that interception set the tone. It did For the entire rest of the game. That it gave did. us an edge. That gave us room to kind of exhale a little bit. It gave us, um, and it wasn't just like a, a random thing. That dude covered the shit out of that play on a really good, really hot receiver, a really good, really hot offense, really good, really hot uh, quarterback. And it kind of took the steam out of those guys and it put some steam into us. And I, I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't. He also had that other uh, pass deflection that led to another pick. Uh, he played good all all game. It wasn't just those two plays. He played great all game. So Denzel gets one. Uh, Greg Newsom gets my other one. Uh, Greg Newsom is a dog. He's, every week he just gets better and better and better. And if these guys can be healthy, Greg Newsom and uh Denzel, if they can be healthy, people gonna have problems, man. People oh, are um trying to trying to pass uh get passes through these guys. And the other one, believe this or not, I think I've given I think I gave him one last year, if I'm, excuse me if I'm not mistaken, um, and that's Joe Woods. Uh, I'm not again I'm not a huge fan of his defensive scheme but today he woke the hell up and actually called a solid game plan he kept his team in it he kept you know coming at Joe burrow he didn't give him a chance and that really helped the offense that truly helped the offense gave the offense many opportunities to do whatever the hell it needed to do so okay. it was a monthly game ball okay have solid solid selections all right man so anything else that you want to touch on Uh, who who does Ohio State play this week do we play uh Purdue 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 hey listen but it's at home thank God I was about to say I was about to say hey I don't know if y'all remember the last (laughs) time we went out to West Lafayette it wasn't pretty thank goodness we ain't got to worry about that this time but let me say this, and we'll talk about it more in the midweek show. That's going to be a tough game. Them cats can play, and they just keep coming. Yeah, and they knocked off Michigan State, which did us a favor. Yeah, it did us um, a huge favor. Was it Michigan? No, did they play Michigan State? Yeah, they beat Michigan. Yeah, State. yeah, they did play Michigan. And then um, two, I'm noticing the Big Ten is just tougher. Um, well, some most some of the teams, you know, Maryland and. You know, Rutgers are what they are, but I didn't expect Nebraska to play as tough as they did. I didn't expect Penn State to play. You know, they always play as tough, but I thought we were on a roll and we could blow them out. So now you're seeing teams stiffening up and giving us a little bit of a harder time. So I think Purdue will as well. Um, Purdue actually, man, I've watched them a lot. They've been on TV a lot this year um, to be as raggedy as they are. But well, they, look, they wasn't on TV because of them. <laughs> like, was no because of them. <laughs> they was playing the number two team in the nation and the number number three team in right. the nation. It wasn't because of them, <laughs> right? But they, they got some ball players. That receiver, the David Bell. Yeah, Bell. Is, the quarterback Bell is, is Bell is good. Yeah. He' gonna be a problem in the league. He's not a big kid, but he can catch. He can run those routes. Right. You yeah. always need those guys. Yeah, O'Connell or O'Donnell Lever's name is their quarterback. He's a tough guy. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely will be um, a tough game. And hopefully they're not looking past them, looking to Michigan State. You know, go no, ahead they they the bet not. Otherwise, they're gonna lose. And if they lose two games, they are not okay. going to play. Yeah, because we should now. So so when the rankings come out Tuesday, we should be at least like number four. Yeah. Um, so they're they gonna push. Michigan State out of there. Um, they they may have Oklahoma probably jump Cincinnati. They don't want Cincinnati up there at all. Because Oklahoma's undefeated, they'll probably try to push Oklahoma up over. You know, up over them, man. So, what's so they be, they gonna, you think they're gonna keep Cincinnati at five? They don't want Cincinnati in there at all, Cincinnati. which I think is kind of unfair. Because here's where I think it's unfair. I don't know why they're doing that, but I was like, but if you're gonna rank them high. And put them up there. Yeah. Let yeah. them play. Let yeah. them let, let them compete. If you're gonna put, don't don't put them up there. You know, vote them in the AP poll high, and then say, you know what? Now that the playoffs is is coming along, we are just gonna We're not just really play. that good. Yeah, like, my, not so
1: they, so they we, good, we, we they ain't gonna give that.
0: you a shot. Yeah, if they and listen, if they are not that good, they should be number two in the nation, right? And all it comes down to at times is about TV ratings, and it's yeah. about. And it's about how well those fans travel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it comes down to. Like they but Cincinnati know travels well. Travel. Cincinnati uh-huh. travels well for a mid-major. Yeah, but they, right, but they don't but travel they don't like have, Ohio State. They, they don't, don't have play. millions and millions of people. They don't have right. legions of people like Ohio State, like Oklahoma, right. like Texas, like Alabama. Like those guys going to go. If they had a game in the North Pole between yeah. Alabama and <laughs> Ohio State, Right. It would be, that stadium will be filled. hmm. that's just so they're they going to go where the money is. They follow the money. And, uh, you know, Cincinnati, I, I think they should be number four on the, and on the uh, high side. But they should be no less than number five. Well, Cincinnati hasn't done itself any favors through the last three weeks. They haven't. They've had tough games the last yeah. three weeks. So any excuse that they can have, they're going to keep them out of there. Unless the only way Cincinnati is being in that top four, if they don't have no choice, like these teams to start losing and they don't have a choice but to put them in there. That's the only way they're going to get in. And they're going to be mad as yeah. hell at the other teams. Like you sons of bitches. Right. Because <laughs> they looking at the money, man. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it, it'll be, it'll be interesting. We'll be looking for that on Tuesday, but we'll talk a little bit more about that in the midweek show. Most definitely. Uh, as we get closer to uh, to the big game on Saturday versus the Boilermakers, um, anything else, bro? Um, just shout out to the Cavs for playing another road victory tonight. Uh, they beat the New York Knicks um, going away. Uh, I, I know you didn't chance to the game, man. Rick, Ricky Rubio was out there like Isaiah Thomas. He put up thirty nine, and was like eight and nine from the three point line. He was had thirty nine points and ten assists. He was uh, out there balling. He was out there. He was, was balling and got hurt early in the game. I think he hurt his knee. I don't know how bad it is, but everybody else stepped up. Um, Mobley had 26. I like um, that kid, man. Yeah, Jared Allen was doing his thing, and Garland hit some big three, big, big threes um, in that fourth quarter. So I know I've been hard on the Cavs, um, but, but I'm going to give props. On, props is due. They're like seven and four, and one won four in a row. So shout out going to you know, on the road and MSG and coming out with a victory. So better play other than tough. Way to go, man! Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate that. Other than that, I got nothing left, bro. All right, man. Uh, we'll wrap us up, brother. All right. So you can catch us on Facebook at Two Guys of the Mic Two One Six, Instagram Two Guys on the Mic Two One Six, YouTube Two Guys on the Mic Two One Six, and then on Spotify. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. You can catch us at Two Guys in the Mic. Um, if you want to go ahead and stream the podcast, so um, that's going to wrap up our show for today. Got a Browns victory, I can sleep peacefully tonight. Because we would have lost this game, I, it, it would I'd be in a bad state. So thank you Browns for sparing me for for another week. So uh, we will catch you guys in our midweek show. Stay tuned for that and I will bid you good night. All right, y'all. Peace. Light, you, Sean. All right, man. Yep. You just listened to Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts, Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Please tune in for our midweek edition of our podcast. Until then, peace.